Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. We said our final farewell to The Undertaker last night. Plus, an AEW team says Impact tarnished them. And will we see the Bellas at the Rumble? For Monday, November 23rd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. For 30 long years, I've made that slow walk to this ring and have laid people to rest time and time again. And now, My time has come. My time has come. to let The Undertaker rest in
The bell tolled for the dead man as last night was the final farewell of The Undertaker. The last part of Survivor Series was dedicated to the man who made his debut at that pay-per-view 30 years to the day. And it was a star-studded lineup for The Undertaker. It was announced a few weeks ago that some of The Undertaker's close backstage friends, colleagues, allies, sometimes rivals, uh, would be part of the final farewell for The Undertaker. So... As the festivities began, the dignitaries made their way out. Shane McMahon, who had that Hell in a Cell match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania all those years ago. The Big Show, who has both been an ally and an enemy of The Undertaker on screen. And also, Undertaker was one of those guys that really took Big Show under his wing backstage. Because when Big Show joined WWF in 1999, he wasn't the finished article. And pairing him with The Undertaker during the summer of 99 was a way of giving Big Show, Paul White, some, some more experience and somebody there to keep an eye on him and keep him on the straight and narrow. Uh, and they would feud for years following on from that as well. JBL was there. We saw uh, several big matches between JBL and Undertaker in 2004. It's come out recently that there was a house show match, a live event match between JBL and The Undertaker. No cameras there. That went 48 minutes. I don't know whether I want to see it or not. I don't know if I do. Jeff Hardy was there as well back in 2002. It was The Undertaker and Jeff Hardy on Monday Night Raw in a ladder match for the undisputed WWE Championship. And it is one of the best title matches in the history of Monday Night Raw. They just went for it. If you've never seen it, take time to watch it. Mick Foley there, of course, because... There was no Mankind without that feud with The Undertaker in 1996. The Boiler Room Brawl at SummerSlam. Paul Bearer turning his back on The Undertaker. And everything that rolled on from there. Foley owes a lot to Undertaker getting him started. And, of course, that famous moment from Hell in a Cell where Undertaker sent Mankind hurtling to the ground. Something that is repeated over and over again. We then get members of the Bone Street crew making their way out. So Undertaker had himself a click backstage, uh, a, a group of people who he could turn to, uh, to hit the road with, to have a laugh with, and in some cases bring along in-ring as well. So if you didn't know that, they, they certainly introduced that idea that Undertaker had like a backstage gang that he ran with. Otherwise, this would have been a really strange assortment of people. So we had the Godfather, Charles Wright there, as well as the Godwins, Henry O and Phineas I. Godwin, uh, formerly known uh, Phineas as Midian, of course, from the Ministry of Darkness. Savio Vega was there as well, as was Rikishi. Some of the surviving members of the Bone Street crew there to honour The Undertaker. We then got Kevin Nash who had some memorable fights with The Undertaker around the late 90s. It was one in particular at WrestleMania 12 that sticks out to me. It's a battle of the big men from that show. Booker T, of course, he and Undertaker, again, just, just rivals in sort of the mid-noughties. Uh, some memorable stuff back and forth with those guys. Shawn Michaels has to be there, and here he came out. WrestleMania 25 and WrestleMania 26, uh, those WrestleMania matches that that 
we do Desert Island Graps on the Coldaholic podcast feed, as you know. And I asked wrestlers to pick three matches they would watch on a desert island. Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, I think WrestleMania 25 is leading at the moment, the most recommended match by guests of Desert Island Graps. Hands down, the most recommended. Ric Flair heads out now as well. We found out as well, during the Broken Skull sessions, that Undertaker, back at WrestleMania 18, had the option to either face Ric Flair or Rob Van Dam for the pay-per-view. And he made the decision to face Ric Flair. And the match that we got was great. And if you've read Ric Flair's book, To Be The Man, you'll know that that is a match that really got Ric Flair's confidence back. He had a he had a really rough ride to the late 90s and early noughties and didn't really feel like he could go anymore. And being in there with The Undertaker was something that helped bring the old Ric Flair back. Triple H there as well. And, you know, it'd sound like a broken record. Memorable rivalries with The Undertaker across the decades, going all the way back to like 1999, I think where they had their first major pay-per-view fight and then they had like 2001 at wrestlemania and several matches at wrestlemania following that as well and finally we had kane and you can't have an undertaker sign off without kane weirdly the only guy that turned up in gear like he was the only one that turned up as kane and as his wrestling persona rather than just being in a suit and i guess that was the deliberate decision felt very strange to see him there in that uh, we had a video package that talked all about the undertaker and then when we came back from it vince mcmahon had a very emotional introduction to give and out came the undertaker full entrance and very simply said the words that you heard at the very beginning of the podcast today time to let the undertaker rest in peace and then there was a moment that caught us all off guard as he kneeled in the ring and a hologram of Paul Bearer appeared next to him. And I've seen reactions online to this from people watching at home. And it's wonderful. See how many people reacted to this. It was a really special moment. You could Obviously, you have to have Paul Bearer there. Obviously, we lost Paul Bearer some time ago. But to not have him part of this would have been criminal in some way, shape or form. And this was a really touching way to do it. And then The Undertaker left. And that was that. And... That is how we signed off. Really powerful segment. There's part of me that feels really sad that this didn't happen in a, in a stadium. Because I feel like The Undertaker deserves that. There was something that unfortunately took me out of this a couple of times. This is just my opinion. This is just my opinion. It's And, and it's nothing they can help. Because they are victims of the circumstance they're in. There is, there is a global pandemic. And you can't have this milestone come and go without doing something special for it so they did this and what they did was really good you just can't help but feel sad that there wasn't that crowd pop we had thank you take a chance but they were piped in and you just it took you out of it a little bit i think but regardless really nice way to round off the pay-per-view paying homage to the undertaker is this the final farewell of the undertaker I think yes. Is this the final farewell of Mark Calloway? I think no. We will see how this pans out. I still feel like whilst this was a beautiful way for Undertaker to go away, 
I don't think anybody would begrudge Undertaker having a moment in front of a live crowd when when things get quote unquote back to normal. Nobody would begrudge that, surely. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A few other notes from Survivor Series last night. It was a, a mixed bag of a show in ring in terms of like the match quality and some of the booking decisions and things like that, ranging from good from from good to excellent which we'll go into a little bit later on on the YouTube channel, most definitely. Um, some love from AEW for this particular show, as Cash Wheeler from FTR was praising the match between the Street Profits and the New Day. Put out a tweet saying, New Day and Street Profits, thank you. That's some pretty high praise from one half of one of the best tag teams on the planet right now. Well, the top tag team, if you read Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And also, another note worth noting, we saw the return of the gobbledygooker last night at Survivor Series. 30 years after his debut, the gooker made a return and pinned R-Truth to become the 24-7 champion for about an hour or so. And then he lost it to Akira Tozawa, who then lost it back to R-Truth. In case you're wondering, PW Insider is saying that the role of gobbledygooker last night was played by Drew Gulak. Originally played by Hector Guerrero back in 1990. Numerous other people have stepped into the costume since then, but uh, it was Drew Gulak last night who played that particular role. So Survivor Series is in the can. We will go into great detail about it on our Cultaholic YouTube channel, whereby you can watch Jack right now going through what happened at Survivor Series. I'll be along later today with Survivor Series 2020 graded. And Ross will be here as well with the WTF moments from Survivor Series. That is on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later today. One of The Undertaker's greatest opponents of all time was no doubt Shawn Michaels. Those back-to-back -back WrestleMania matches just stand the test of time. And Shawn Michaels' story from breaking into wrestling to that final match with The Undertaker, we're not counting the tag match they did at Crown Jewel, <laughs> to that final match is chronicled 
in the book Wrestling For My Life, the legend, the reality and the faith of a WWE superstar. If you would like to hear the story of Shawn Michaels, you can get the audio book right now for free by going to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Sign up to Audible for absolutely free. Get access to thousands of amazing audiobooks and get a free wrestling book on us. If you don't like Audible, you can cancel anytime, won't cost you a penny, and you get to keep the wrestling book that you got from us as a thank you for signing up. Check out some of the books on offer for you for free at cultaholic.com forward slash audible. The Young Bucks were talking on Busted Open Radio the other day and they talked about their time in Impact Wrestling and it wasn't quite what they hoped. Matt Jackson said, quote, We went to Impact Wrestling and sort of failed there because we were too afraid to address issues we might have seen. They, the management, wanted us to turn on each other and wrestle each other. We thought it was a terrible idea, but you know what? We were nice guys, so we went and we did it. They started kind of tarnishing our brand a little bit. I got to the point where Nick and I were just like, hey, listen, we have to make a change here because we can see what route this is going down. We can see our career is where our career is headed. And we made the decision that if we we're going to do this, let's do it like we did in the backyard. Let's go and have fun. Let's wrestle with our hair down. Let's act like there are no rules. And let's be boundless out there. They certainly did. And despite the rocky time they may have had finding their feet in Impact Wrestling, Young Bucks have done all right now, haven't they? A new WWE series is coming next year called WWE Icons. And it's a biographical docu-series focusing on some WWE legends that haven't had much light shone on them yet. Uh, this includes, according to the trailer, episodes featuring Yokozuna, Rob Van Dam, Lex Luger, Beth Phoenix, and the British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith. A really fun series here, which covers wrestling stories and wrestling people that maybe have been undercovered over the last decade or so. Certainly Yokozuna. There's some great stories to come from the Yokozuna episode. I'm up for this for next year. And a Royal Rumble return has been speculated for Brie and Nikki Bella. The Bella Twins have said in interviews recently that they are very keen uh, to have another run in WWE. Now there are women's tag team championships there. But uh, in an interview on their YouTube channel, uh, they talked about these rumors and kind of put a bit of, a part of put it to bed a little bit or clarified it really more than anything else. Uh, as um, it was Brie who was talking about it, first of all, she said, quote, a couple of mistakes I did with Birdie on a couple of my comebacks is Birdie was so little. You're sleep deprived. You're trying to train. You're trying to be a mom. And it can be really hard. I'd like to wait until the boys are two years old or something like that. I see us maybe making a comeback in a couple of years. Or maybe it's next year. I don't know. But it's certainly not next month. So if you're expecting to see the Bellas turning up at the Royal Rumble, that is looking very unlikely for now. They're certainly setting, them, setting their sights on a return, but a little bit further down the road. This week on the Cultaholic podcast feed, a brand new watch along for you tomorrow as Matthew, Greg and I, for the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review, are joined by editor Andrew making his podcast debut. And we are going to sit down and watch King of the Ring 2000. You will have a beautiful commentary track featuring Matthew, Andrew and myself 
in your ears on Tuesday night. Then on Wednesday, it's a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps, and we are joined by indie wrestling star, former star of Chakara Pro Wrestling, Ophidian is here to talk about his life, uh, his current situation within the wrestling world. We'll talk a bit about the fallout from Chikara Pro, and he's going to give us three wrestling matches that he would watch while stranded on a desert island. Also on the podcast feed later this week, obviously the lads are back together, uh, Jack, Ross, and Matthew for the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, and we have a brand new episode of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review next weekend. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic today. It is once again Midday Movie Monday. You and I are going to watch a rubbish film together at 12 o'clock, Greenwich Mean Time. That'd be exciting. And then Andrew, the editor, is back again after making a debut on Triple Jump. He's been busy lately. Made a debut on Triple Jump yesterday. He's back on the Cultaholic Twitch channel tonight from 6GMT. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. And as we said earlier on the YouTube channel today, what happened at Survivor Series with Jack? graded survivor series with myself and the wtf moments from survivor series with ross all at youtube.com forward slash cultaholic i will speak to you tomorrow don't forget to join us love you bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 